What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is Tom and Bach. Coming at you live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Tom Stevens. I, I always tell people, I just hope they see a guy that loves what he does. Jake Bakoven. I didn't get any stupider, I know that. Uh, I had never been very smart. Tom and Buck starts now. Hour number three of Tom and Bach. I'm Tom Stevens. He's Jake Bachhoven. Scott Frost did speak to the media today. He spoke yesterday, he spoke Saturday night after the game as well. But he spoke again today after practice. Uh, and the first question that I see here is, did you see great energy at practice today? This is Scott Frost. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like I've said before, the guys prepare really well. Preparation isn't the issue. Um, they came out and did it again. Uh, really good leadership to get it there, I thought, today, and really good energy. So uh, these guys are resilient. He's saying uh, preparation is not the issue, but you did have two weeks to prepare uh, You know, before you played Purdue, and it wasn't the most prepared team we've ever seen. Your quarterback threw four interceptions, uh, and he, he addressed that. This is Scott Frost talking about his take on those interceptions. Yeah, I know. You're going into the game, he had three three interceptions, and uh, one was on a fourth down at Oklahoma where he just tried to take a chance. Um, you know, the the first one, you just got to see the guy. Um, we're really throwing a in-and-out route off that Sam linebacker, and the Sam kind of played him, and he didn't play that guy. And uh, yeah, that was a, a key play. The holding on the play before, and we had first and 10 at the 34, I think they're 34. Instead, it was second and 15, and we threw a pick six. That, that's catastrophic. Um, you know, he had one that wasn't his fault and got knocked out of Austin's arms. Just plain and simple sailed one. Uh, probably came out of his hand wrong, and he threw it too high. And um, I take a little bit of blame for the other one. I, I got after him pretty good on the sideline. Uh, I thought he could have got a first down on a third down when he scrambled out of the out of the pocket and, and we went out of bounds a yard short and, and I got after him pretty good and uh, maybe that led him to press him a little too much on the next drive and trying to make something happen. 
Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'd look up at the, the screen before the game and see him second in the league in offense. Uh, he's doing so many good things. Really want him to have the, the experience where he, he comes through, wins us a big game, um, and kind of gets redemption at the end of, a, of the ups and downs that he's been through. Um, waiting on that for happen for the whole team and for Adrian too. On that third down play that he was talking about where Adrian uh, tried to get the first down with his legs and was just like a, a half yard short, it was fourth down. And I know Frost was frustrated and maybe that's the reason they punted it. I think you got to go for it in, in that particular situation. Line up under center and just do a quarterback sneak and get the yard. I understand you're frustrated, you're mad at your quarterback. And Frost, it was interesting that he said – Maybe me yelling at him a little bit or, you know, getting into to his business caused him to throw another pick because he, he forced himself to press things a little bit. Yeah, it is interesting. Um, but, I mean, that's something that this <laughs> – maybe it does and maybe it did happen. But uh, you have to have chemistry. You have to be able to um, take, uh, you know, get yelled at if you uh, deserve to get yelled uh, at and, and be able to go back did. and do it. This is year four. You know, this if this is year one and you're talking to a delicate freshman or something like that, I understand that. But at this point, you know, they just got to be able to, to work around that and, and press each other's buttons the right way. Yeah. And, you know, so – yeah, it's frustrating, and and you can you can break down different picks here and there, but a four pick performance is going to lose you just about every game. Yeah, it, it was just nothing good about it. Uh, in you know from the ten minute mark, really on Scott Frost here talking about the ebb and flow between the leadership and the captain's leadership. I, I don't think it ebbs and flows what my leadership needs to be. My leadership needs to be steadfast and consistent. And um, you know, unfortunately, when you um, when you lost a bunch of close games, you feel yourself kind of saying the same thing over and over to the guys. Can't make those mistakes. Got to make the play when it matters. Um, we did a, a ton of good things in that game. And, um, you know, Purdue had five turnovers against Wisconsin and lost. And we had four turnovers against Purdue and lost. That's how football works. Uh, so I can go in the locker room and say the same thing. And I addressed the guys, um, said what I thought was important. Uh, and I turned it over to the captains. And I think in that moment, that was probably a little more powerful um, because of where we are. And uh, that's the probably the impetus for the motivation that needs to happen here at the end of the season is the guys deciding, hell yeah, we're going to buckle down and, and get some of these games done at the end of the year. And that's the team I saw at practice today. Sometimes that message that you deliver over and over, that's what coaches do. You say the same things over and over, uh, repeating a message, hoping to, to drive it clear. But at some point... When you keep losing those games in the same fashion, and you're talking about, well, don't make the mistakes, I wonder if it runs a little hollow after a while. Or after a while, you're thinking, yeah, we're trying, uh, and we do most of the things you, you tell us to do, but something always goes wrong. Yeah, and I can understand that. I know people criticize that, too. Um, but it also, you know, and, and you wonder how much the, the players kind of saw the, the empty yeah. stadium. You can say that they, they didn't or they weren't focused on that or whatever, but it's like, it's not hard. You, you know, you're yeah. looking on the field, you can see in the peripheral people leaving or a half empty stadium. Yeah. So I think that it was probably a good time to go ahead and address the locker room in my opinion. But at the same time too, if you're out of answers, you're out of answers. Yeah. And that's kind of what it felt like uh, in the post game. And, and a lot of times yeah. is that, you know, if, if they had the answers, these things would be fixed and, and they're not. And you and you continue to lose these games. So, yeah. you know, maybe you can hope that the captains can get that extra juice out of you. But there, at, at, at some point, there's just not a whole lot 
to say other than we we gave it an effort. Yeah. We tried. We made similar mistakes than we have in the past, and we have a similar result. And you know what? Do, what do, what do you really want to say after that game? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is Scott Frost talking about uh, how to get the players to show more grit. Wants to see them show more grit. Uh, I don't know how tough I was when I came back to Nebraska in 1995. It, it was a locker room culture that you had to be. Um, and I, I think you get tougher when you're doing tough things every day. And it doesn't happen overnight. Um, you're usually a lot, a lot better chance of being tough and gritty when you're 22 than when you're 18. And uh, that just takes time. And uh, we got a lot of guys that are near the top of where we want them to be in. A lot of guys still climbing that hill. Um, but as a team, it, you know, it, it's definitely a lot better than it has been in the past. Do you see that as a big problem, that this team doesn't have enough grit? No. I, mean, I, I wouldn't say it, mental toughness, maybe. Maybe. I mean, it's hard because, again... When you when you break down a team and and you know th- th- and they're running through it and they're and they're losing these games and they're three and six and they've heard it this whole time and they just you know you kind of use that term don't know how to win and all that but I never I very rarely see it from effort you know yeah. this team I think really goes out there and fights and and you have to you don't get yeah. you don't lose by one possession. As many times no. as they do by just not having toughness and not being able to figure out football and know all this stuff. Like, they, when you say they're close, they really are. They're close. Yeah. But it, you can only be close so many times before you say, I think that's who you are. I think you're that you're, you're close, but you're not there. And at, at some mm-hmm. point, you need to be there. And you're not taking mm-hmm. that step year after year. Close isn't going to do it. Uh, to answer your question, how close are you to getting the most out of this team? Here we go. We're getting the most out of a lot of guys. You know, when you turn the tape on and watch Luke Reimer get 19 tackles and Jojo Doman play as tough as he did and um, Cam Jurgens play really well and, you know, I can go down the list. Um, we're getting a lot out of a lot of guys. You know, there's a, there's a couple details, a couple spots I think we can continue to improve. Um, those things are obvious when you put on the tape too, the, the things that need to get better. Uh, Saturday it was turnovers, obviously. Um, we're getting better, Sip. Um, despite you know, it, it, as frustrated as I am, I want this so bad for Nebraska and Nebraska fans. Um, you know, our receivers are young and they're starting to to play really well. When you watch the tape of Omar and Samari and Xavier and some of those guys, we're separating. We're getting open. Um, there's a lot of position groups that are continuing to improve, and um, obviously things we need to work on. But a lot of guys getting better too. Well, you pointed out the wide receiver group there in the end and that to me that that's my frustration uh I I look at a guy like Xavier Betts and I think he's so explosive one catch 30 yards um I it was great to see them target Omar Manning they had a touchdown four catches for 75 yards uh but it felt like you've got a couple of guys that are very dynamic and other guys that are maybe not up to speed and are dynamic but you're not you're not able to get them on the field enough I mean and that's been an explanation that we've heard over and over, whether they're talking about running backs or wide receivers. They've got to be able to trust you, trust you in practice, but you have to trust the coaches as well to get them ready. And the most dynamic players aren't always on the field. And sometimes you've heard, well, it's rotations. Uh, he wasn't in on that particular play because we just have, you know, who's ever rotating in at that time is on the field. That's not good enough. Uh, I just, I don't think that's good enough. Uh, I think your most dynamic players need to get the ball more often. 
And however you get Xavier Betts the ball, do it. Yeah. That guy, that guy's too talented to have one target or whatever it was, one catch, thirty yards. It feels like half of his end rounds go for forty yards yeah. plus, you know, yeah. and they just don't go to that well too often. And you know, it's just, it, it is it's something that that continues. And and so you have some of those weapons there, but you put too much on Martinez. And let's not lie to ourselves here. We can break down. Well, they didn't win this, so these battles and all that. They lost. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Lost that game because of the quarterback play. Uh, you just can't have four turnovers, and a lot of that is putting the game on Martinez's shoulders. So that, you know you, you kind of shoulder your own blame for that. Um, but you know, I, again, this is not a terrible team. This is not a you know. It, it's what makes this conversation so weird is that they're doing a lot of things right. They have a lot of players that are doing well. Um, they're just not getting over the hump. And in one game, it's different from the other. There's plenty of games this year. Where Martinez is not the reason why you lost. He's the reason why you're in the game. Right. But it's one thing or the other every game. Uh, and, you know, a lot of it is a bit consistent as far as overall development. Um, so, you know, the, it, it, it it's frustrating. And, and I understand not having, you know, the answers. But it's just that's that's what's clear at this point is the answers aren't there. And so unless that completely um, turns in the last three, you're likely seeing the, the end of the Scott Frost era. And I know he kind of um, made a pitch for it today. He made a pitch for it after the game where he kind of was saying, was asked about the fans and said, you know, this is my alma mater and kind of did the uh, the whole, you know, sales pitch that you maybe you'll hear from um, a politician. And he said it today that he hopes that he'll be back next year. But that's where it is. I mean, yeah. he understands. And, and I've never questioned the fact that Scott Frost – doesn't understand what's going on. Remember, he's been um, part of a national championship football team, two of them if you count UCF in the coaching um, and player ranks. He knows the importance of a win and a loss, and and he knows where the, his team's at. And you can't continue to say, well, just give me a few more years. And there are people still in the fan base that say, let's ride this out. Let's give him five years. Let's give him seven years. This is a complete rebuild. It's just you're not getting enough out of where you're at now. And and it just goes back to the point of this, this team, you can – Point out guys that are getting 19 tackles a game. You're pointing out guys yeah. that have 10 yards per carry. There's there's talent on this team, and and that's what's frustrating about it is they're they're just not getting the most out of it. So it's a great question by Sip, and um and and Frost is right. Some and on a given day they're getting the most out of this guy or that guy, but it's just not coming in to a collection as a whole. And to your point, part of that is they don't use their best players at no. times. No, um, and it feels like there's a. There's a play, there's a moment in every game where Nebraska decides, okay, we're hitting the panic button now. Um, and it's usually, it's a, Saturday it was a play, to me it was the pick six. Like, okay, you're about to run away with this thing. You're about to take a, a hold of this thing. Kind of reminded me a little bit of, 
in uh, Illinois, the very first uh, game of the year where you take the early lead and you're about to go with a pick six and score again, of course it's a roughing the passer. Of course that's what you do. Uh, and then Illinois goes down and scores. That completely changed the game. And then they only add to the panic button moment but the the the, the strip six um, that Adrian had in that game. Two plays just seemingly, seemingly every game decide Nebraska's fate. Uh, against Oklahoma, it was mo- a multitude of uh, special teams mistakes. Uh, in against Michigan State, another special teams mistake uh, that you just kick it inexplicably thirty yards offline and lose the game at the very end. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they find a new way to do it every single week. This time, it was just Adrian playing the worst game of his college career. Yeah, uh, after two weeks of preparation, it makes no sense. Um, it just makes no sense to me that. The more you prepare, the worse you are, because that's what they are. <laughs> After bye weeks, they're terrible. Not that you can get much worse, but they're they're they haven't won a game after a bye week. Yeah, not one. Uh, so why would you think that that's going to change either before or after a bye week? I mean, when you should be the most prepared of your entire year, the most organized. You, you, you that's the that's what you do. That's what you do. Uh, it's just so frustrating. It's I don't know how to be unfrustrated. It's just where we are going to be for the final three games of the year, and then we'll see what happens. Yeah, and and I mean you're you're on pace here too. I mean we've had bad seasons here, but three and nines <laughs> you have to go uh, back to when you see that. So it's a it, it and, and this would be you know I saw, I saw this you see this basically after every week Nebraska loses they're the best three and six team that uh, I've seen. Right. You know you that's always right. get that. So I mean they might be one of the best three and nine teams uh, at the end of the year, but you <laughs> that's um, not going to mean anything for them. So you know and I I kind of feel bad for Martinez because I think more than anything whether you're on the keep frost side, which I think is dwindling probably below fifty um, percent now of the fan base. Uh, or you, or you're on the other side. I think there's just the idea that this this experiment with Frost Martinez together is done. There's just no juice to that anymore. Although you know, and, and Kelly Stouffer, the the, the play by or the um, color commentator, people couldn't stand because he was attacking um, Martinez um, all game long. Um, but you know, he pointed out that there that that he thinks that Martinez is coming back because Martinez told um, him there were unwritten chapters. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, that could mean anything. That could mean the unwritten yeah. chapters could mean the Ohio State, Wisconsin, uh, Iowa. That doesn't necessarily mean he's coming back. But I just think that the, as far as that experiment, it's it, it came to a conclusion Saturday. They're they're still going to play it yeah. out. I think Martinez will still play. But ultimately, I, I I think because that experiment's over or deemed over, Scott Frost might want to put Logan yeah. Smothers in just to get a different look, just to get people right. a little bit pumped up and say, hey, there's something there to move on past the the right. Martinez era. Well, it's it's hard not to love Adrian because of his personality and because of his athletic ability and because when he's on, you're like, wow. Uh, but there's always a few flaws mixed in there that, yeah. that, that are just guaranteed, that are built into the cake, and you're going to get that as a part of it as well. And you, you might be able to say, well, I can live with a few of those things, but you can't live with that. And it hadn't, quite frankly, it hadn't been bad, that bad uh, for most of the year. Right. Uh, but it's so frustrating and again, you go back through the quarterback play in this league. There's very few sexy quarterbacks like Adrian Martinez, C.J. Stroud, uh, maybe Sean Clifford. You could argue that a little bit. Uh, that, that, exactly. Yeah, I think, exactly. I think you. Uh, but there's not, there's not a lot of sex appeal to the quarterback play in this league. Yeah. Talia Tungabaiola sometimes yeah, plays him. really well. Um, but look at the teams that win 
with really boring quarterback play. It would be nice to be boring at some point and be able to win games uh, without having to worry and, and break down the game of number two or number three or Tommy or who you know whoever is playing quarterback for Nebraska because we've gone through this abusive relationship uh, with quarterbacks forever at Nebraska. And they all ended in kind of a bad way. A Tommy didn't end up it, – it, there wasn't a lot of love there, even though as great as I think he was. Uh, for a segment of the fan base, they were they were happy to see him move on and happy to see Taylor move on and now happy to see Adrian move on. Maybe it's not always their fault. Not everything. Yeah, but, I mean, with each individual guy that you're mentioning, they seem to hit a ceiling, right? I mean, because uh, and, and they're four-year quarterbacks. So you kind of just get to the point of like, well – We've seen this show. I know what it is. He's fantastic at times, but then there's the other times, and we kind of know where it lands. And that's uh, it's definitely where you are uh, with Martinez at this point. Um, I, I I can't wait to see. I hope that guy uh, has all the success in the world wherever he chooses to go. I, I hope I hope he grad transfers somewhere else just yeah. so I can see yeah. what he looks like in a different offense, yeah. maybe with less uh, around, By you know, way, more around him or less built on him. And is, if he does that, he'll be in. Big demand. Oh, yeah. There are a lot of coaches that look at that talent and say, I can work with that, and I can teach him the things that are missing. I can get that into the system as well. I I know there's some very confident coaches. We talked to Barry Thompson. He loves Adrian. I mean, there's a lot of coaches that love Adrian and would love to have that talent to work with. It's just been a disconnect for whatever reason at Nebraska, and it's sad because he's such a good dude. He's, he's such a good dude. Yeah. But to your point, too, and, and something that that maybe we'll start to discuss, we're not quite uh, – we're not quite – we might even get to this later in the week. We're not quite to making our list of ten guys that yeah. we're going to see Nebraska go after and get. Yeah. Um, but I've thought this for years, and I'll always continue to say it, is that I think Nebraska would be best going back to Midwestern football. You know, they, they've moved away, and it was that pressure. You yeah. you said sex appeal. That was kind of the pressure to move away from the option yeah. offenses. Hey, we're never going to recruit a, a quarterback that's going to play in the league. Yeah. If you Well, zoom by 20 years, and how many quarterbacks have been drafted? One, Tanner Lee, and he, he's not in the league anymore, no. and, and was probably one of the worst yeah. college quarterbacks Nebraska's had yeah. during that time. So maybe that experiment should come to an end. You go back to smash mouth football. You go back to what's Winning at Wisconsin and Iowa, it might not be sexy. Yeah. You might not score 55 points a game, but that's what works in the Midwest, whether it's in the Big Ten, yeah. which we see all over the Big Ten West, whether it's you know the Kansas State type of approach in the Big 12. Yeah. Uh, it's, just, it, it's just, to me, that's the recipe for success here, and you don't have to – it's not that yeah. hard to figure out where the blueprint came from for all those teams yeah. in the Midwest that have had success. It came from Nebraska, yeah. Wisconsin leading the charge with Barry Alvarez. So it's – you know, I hope that that's – that's what you look at. And if you say, well, there's just, you know, if there's just, I don't think there's a sexy enough name. I've seen this people saying there's just too many jobs open LSU, USC. Yeah. You, you, you just can't compete with those names. It's going to be every year that way. Yeah. It happens every year where there's yep. big job. You're not going to be the top name on the market. You were only that name because frost was an alma mater, you know, is his alma mater. Yeah. And that's why you got him. But you, you know, so make a good hire. Don't just go out with the obvious right. one. You have to make a good hire. It makes it a little bit more difficult. But to me, go back to physicality. Yeah. There's a lot of good coaches in college football and not just brand name coaches. There's a lot of really good coaches that could coach anywhere and have success. Uh, the Skur Swami says uh, Fleck would be all over Adrian. Uh, we we oh, already, yeah. already whispered in his ear. He what told he, him. He said, come on over. Uh, the, water's, <laughs> we believe. the water's warm, but it's cold. Yeah. It's cold this time of year in Minnesota. Uh, but uh, he'll be in demand if he ever decides to go there. And, and you know what? 
even if he's in this conference, I'll root for the guy. A little. Adrian? Oh, yeah, yeah, Adrian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, root, I'll root for him wherever he goes. <laughs> I thought for a second you were saying you'd root for Fleck, which I'd never no, think no, I'd no, get that no, out of your no, mouth. I don't like that guy at all. <laughs> I don't like that guy at all. Uh, let's get to break. Come back with more on Tom and Buck. Download our app by searching 93.7, a ticket in your app store. To stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are, this is Tom and Buck. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.